0: Thanks be to God. Thank you. I encourage you to keep Hebrews 11 verses 1 to 16 open today. Well, Friends, as you may be aware, one of the most forming times in my life was 2012. Often in my sermons, I refer back to that day, that time, that period of my life where I was at year 13. During that time, I had the privilege to go over to Fiji on a mission trip. And I remember in that time, I was really challenged for the first time, really, to step out in faith, to do things I had never done before. You You probably might not know this about me, but I feared public speaking as a school leaver. I remember in school I had a sickness in my stomach to the point where, when there was a public speaking event and I was required to do it, I would try to fake sick on that day. I hated public speaking, and I still loathed it when I went to Fiji. But during that time, um, as I was living with the locals there, enjoying their culture, being encouraged by their faith, they encouraged me to speak at their church on Sunday. I didn't want to let let them down that day when it came i stood up shared my testimony of faith and how god through christ had transformed my life leading me now to walk in the light of christ i stepped out in faith and for many of us here there are periods of our lives where we do something because of jesus that we probably didn't do before. We've stepped out in faith, walked by faith in many different ways. And that's what we see today in this passage. We see countless examples of people who are stepping out in faith. And this is a chief principle in the writing of Hebrews, living by faith. In this exploration, we will see the true and living faith, which the Holy Spirit instills in our hearts, simply cannot be idle. It cannot be idle. Faith is not a motionless, inactive principle that is kept private, that doesn't change our lives. Faith always compels us to be like Jesus, to be close to Jesus, to do what Jesus did. Some of us might know a uh, pastor known as Toza, he's now bygone, but he once said this, quote, The Bible recognises no faith that does not lead to obedience, nor does it recognise any obedience that does not spring from faith, the two are opposite sides of the same coin, unquote. It's then no surprise to see in Hebrews 11 that it teaches this truth. Even and it it even gives us a definition that captures this essence of faith. Let me look at verse one with you. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance of what we do not see. The first thing we see in this verse is that faith is being sure of what we hope for. In the ancient world, the word sure communicated the idea of a firm confidence that established a proof or guarantee. Faith is then not wishful thinking or an irrational idea. To be sure is to have a reasonable confidence in the future that what God has said he will do. That is this faith here in the future. God is going to do this in the future, therefore... Sorry, he said that he's going to do this in the future, therefore he's going to do it. And so that's the first part of faith. Being sure of what we hope for. In this verse, faith is also described as being certain of what we do not see. To be certain here is to have an active conviction that compels us to grab hold of a future reality ahead of time, as if to grab hold of it. This certainty is by no means static, motionless. While our future reward is still unseen, the person with certainty stretches out his hands with great anticipation as to take hold of these promises ahead of time. For example, Nolan, who you can hear at the back there, At about 6.30 in the morning, he will yell out for my help. Help, help, help. He's stretching out his hands for help because he has hope even before he sees me enter in that door. And that's the kind of hope we see here is this hope of stretching out our hands as to take hold of these promises ahead of time. What then is a short and certain faith? It is a reasonable confidence in our future hope. An active certainty that strives after it. Faith thus consists of both reason, knowing, and action, walking. Reason and action. Believing the future and grasping at it. And so how do we know we have faith? answer we will know where our future hope is located and we'll be moving towards it with great energy we'll be on a journey and so i love this motif in hebrews of a pilgrim faith looks like being a pilgrim on his way to the celestial city that is to come It is faith on the move. Because when we see the future, do we run away from it? No, we move towards it with great anticipation, expectation, hope. This is the image we see in Hebrews 11. Nicknamed the Hall of Faith. Throughout the whole chapter, we see countless examples of people believing the promises of God and striving to take hold of them. Look at verses 4 to 12 with me. The first hero we see in this passage is Abel. Verse 4, quote, By faith, Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. Unquote. This sacrifice was pleasing, for it consisted of fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. And so the Lord looked in favour at Abel and his offering, which is why he is declared righteous. Now, even though Abel is dead, he continues to preach today because with his first flock, that fragile first flock of sheep, he gave his best to God. He stepped out in faith and offered his best. This challenges our devotion to God still to this day. Another hero in the faith is Noah. Verse 7, quote. By faith Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. In his reverence to God and despite the mockery of those around him, Noah grabbed hold of the future by building the ark by faith. If he had no trust in the unseen, his feet and hands would have stayed idle. They would not have moved. But he did move in faith. He built the ark, which ended in God's wrath being unleashed on the world. Abraham chose to build by faith. One of the most well-known heroes of faith in the Bible is Abraham. When called to move away to a distant land, That his offspring would call home, he obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. Striving to grab hold of these promises in deep conviction, he built a home in the promised land, living in tents like a foreigner. In faith, Abraham looked at the future that was still at a distance and by faith journeyed towards that future to ensure that his family would receive the blessings of the promised land. so friends, one of the most well-known passages about faith is Hebrews 11 for this reason. And there's a plethora of examples within this chapter. I wanna give you some more if you got your Bibles. Verses 29 to 31. This is 29 to 31. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the people had marched around them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, were not cured with those who were disobedient. Faith... Faith, faith. And since all these heroes did not receive what was promised, but strived after these promises by faith, they were declared pilgrims on a journey. In their earthly pilgrimage, they looked beyond their difficulties to move towards a better place. Yes, those who lived by faith were all along longing for a better country, a heavenly one that God had prepared for them. And as they trust in the promises of God, they moved closer toward that reality. And so friends, the whole story of the Bible is a journey of faith from the Garden of Eden to the celestial city that is to come. Eden to the new Jerusalem the garden city God desires for us to dwell with him and even though these heroes of the faith did not know the whole story of salvation that was spoken to them in their time they strived to live by the promises of a God which not only drew us all that which also drew us all closer to enjoying that reality and so here's my point. Faith is believing in and striving after a better reality. This is a picture we're seeing in Hebrews. Faith is believing in a better future and striving after it as to take hold of it. Faith is knowing about the city that is to come and then trekking towards it with great expectation. Even though we can't see the pearly gates, the wonderful hues, the glorious lights of the world to come now, each step we take in faith Draws us closer to enjoying that reality with Jesus, seeing the hands of Jesus ready to embrace us. We can see them from afar, even though we can't see the fullness of the promise in this life. And so I want to ask you this question again How do we know if we have faith? How do we know? According to Hebrews, we know we have faith if our gaze is focused on the promises of God and if we're making steps towards their fulfillment. Faith is not motionless or mere lip service, friends. It is like a sacrifice that Abel offered to God. It is like building the ark of Noah. It is like journeying to a foreign land to build a tent for your future people. That is faith. If we believe the promises of God, we will stretch out our hands as to take hold of them. This is the life of faith. Confidence that results in action. Did you get that? Faith, confidence that results in action. Not mere lip service, which is what we hear in the evangelical church so much. Just say the sinner's prayer and you're good. That's not faith according to scripture. Faith is life transforming. So how do we practically live out the faith revealed in Hebrews 11? Let's go back to that first one. The first step of faith is confidence, being sure of what we hope for. Remember, this is a reasonable, resolute confidence, not a blind leap of faith. The faith here is not a warm, harder step into the black hole one hopes or dreams. As some modern people believe, faith is trusting in the historical, unfolding of God's promises from the time of Adam until now and the fact that God has kept his promises right through history. And the story of Jesus, the person of Jesus, is the staple of our Christian confidence. As John Stott wrote, quotes, I'm going to quote him at large, our starting point is the historical figure of Jesus of Nazareth. He certainly existed There is no reasonable doubt about that. His historical um, presence is vouched for by pagan as well as Christian writers. He was also very much a human being, whatever else may be said about him. He was born, he grew, he worked and sweated, rested and slept, he ate and drank, suffered and died like other men. What is more, his crucial death was not the end of him. It is claimed that he rose again from the dead And the evidence of his resurrection is most compelling. The evidence of his resurrection is most compelling. This is the staple of our confidence, the gospel hope. The fact that the Son of God walked upon earth, displayed radical love like no one else, died our death, conquered the grave, ascended on high as king, this wall gives us a reason to believe everything that God has promised. God has fulfilled his testimony throughout the ages. God has proclaimed that this Messiah will come and he will be bruised and he will rise and he'll be salvation for all peoples. And has God kept his promise? I, hear, I didn't hear anything. Yes, he does. Has God kept his promises? We have a sure and certain hope, don't we? While we will experience doubt, that doubt is far outweighed by the promises of God being fulfilled from the time of the beginning until now. And so the first step of faith is to believe this wholeheartedly, to believe that God is working to bring us into his promised celestial city, his garden city that is to come where there will be no more tears, crying, pain, anguish, you name it. The old order has passed away, and the new has come, and we will dwell with resurrected bodies like Jesus, feasting forever, enjoying God's prosperity together in the world to come. We have much to look forward to as Christians, and this is a reasonable confidence. The second step of faith is action. Striving with certainty towards what we do not see. William Booth, an English Methodist, put it this way. This is what this faith looks like, striving towards it. Faith and works should travel side by side. Step answering step. For example, the first step is faith. We take our first step towards the promises of God and then works is the next step and then faith again and then works and then we keep moving towards that promise. He goes on to say, first faith and then works and then faith again and then works again until they can scarcely distinguish which is the one and which is the other. That is faith in action. What then happens when there is no action, no works? Our faith goes nowhere. Is it really faith? That is a terrible problem. Real faith is seen in our obedience, friends. When we declare our confidence in God and his promises, faith moves with passion to take hold of these promises. It moves our being. Can't stress that enough today. It moves us, it changes us, it transforms us. It makes us sit in our seats because we're excited to know more about this promise, this faith that God is distilling in this church right now. The Pilgrim to the New World thus has two steps, confidence and action, faith and works. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 doesn't finish at verse 8. It keeps going. Let me read. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one can boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. We are saved by grace through faith. And the faith that saves results in works. let me then ask you a question when you look at your faith does it look like someone's striving to take hold of the promises of God what is the evidence in your life of faith-filled action for some of us it might look like Abel We might be living to give the best of what we have to support others in the mission of Christ. For others, it might look like Noah. Rather than building an ark to rescue many, we build up the kingdom of God through evangelism, discipleship. Still for others, we might be like Abraham. We may need to leave our comfortable lives to journey to new places, to see God's promises flourish there. Sorry guys. I'll say that again. Still for others, we might be like Abraham. We may need to leave our comfortable lives to journey to new places to see God's promises unfold there. For me personally, if I was to share my, person, my personal um, story, coming to Stonewall was not easy for me. I love bodyboarding. Is there any beaches here? I love indie rock music that is bred on the coast. I hardly hear any indie rock here. I love the smell of salt the ocean, the waves. I left something that I loved in order to go somewhere else in faith because I could see that scone needed gospel ministry. When I looked at the upper hunter, I saw a hole. Not much happening, in other words. If my faith was idle right now, I would be in the beach right now, lapping up all those waves. But the faith took me somewhere. Faith looked like sacrificing something I love to go here. And through that, God is doing stuff here, praise God. I wanna say this main point again This is the life of faith, confidence that results in action. As you look at your life, I do pray that your confidence will result in transforming action. As you step out in faith to see what God can do through your life. For we are all called to live by faith just like the heroes of old. And when you die, when people are gathered around to celebrate your life, I do pray that they will proclaim the news of what you did in faith. If you'd like to talk to me about stepping out in faith, I'd love to meet up with you to think about what gifts God has given you and how you can use those gifts for the expansion of his kingdom. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the great testimony of faith in Hebrews 11. We thank you that they are all pilgrims on the way to the promised city to come, even though they did not know the fullness of God's plan. As people who know this plan of salvation in Christ, may we step out in the faith all the more, even more so than these heroes of the faith written down in Hebrews 11. May our confidence in the good news of Jesus and our future Result in faith filled action. For that is your call on our lives, Lord. We pray this in the name of Christ. Amen. Well, friends, our next song, Blessed Assurance, that I stand.